0: Welcome to the Confident Like a Mother podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin Norwood, a wife, mom of two, a life coach, and a counselor. But above all these titles, I'm a human who is so passionate about helping other moms feel alive and confident. My mission with this podcast is to help you, the human, reconnect with yourself and your identity beyond being a mom. On this show, I'll share moments and stories and interviews and expert strategies to manage your mindset and take small action until you are living a life that you are so obsessed with. I feel that becoming a woman who is happy and peaceful and confident is the most inspiring thing we can do for ourselves. One of my favorite things to watch is other women win, including you. Welcome to the show. What's up, friends? Welcome back to a new episode of Confident Like a Mother. I hope that you guys had a freaking fantastic Thanksgiving. And if you got some time off of work, I hope that you really used it to unwind and decompress and spend time with your family. Hopefully, you scored some Black Friday deals or deals for Christmas. And I just hope that it was so chill and awesome and everything that you've ever imagined it to be because mine really was. And I feel really grateful for that. Today's episode is kind of inspired by what's going on in the world, i.e. the World Cup. And today's episode is about the real importance of having the mindset of you and your family versus the problem. So having the idea or the belief that you and your kids and or you and your spouse are always on the same side. And today's episode is really about how to shift into the mindset is that is way more supportive for you rather than getting stuck in your default. But before I dive into all of that goodness, I wanted to invite you to something that I've never done before that I'm really, really freaking excited about. And it's a way to support you and all my mom friends through the holidays. And it was kind of inspired by conversations that I've had with moms that are just in general dreading Christmas. Like, oh my God, there's so much to do. Oh my gosh, there's so much socializing. Oh my gosh, like I don't want to do X, Y, or Z, or my family's been doing this for so long. How could I say no? These are all the conversations that I've been having with clients and women that I'm just like, oh my goodness, all of us need this kind of support through the holidays. That's why I'm offering a workshop a week. So I'm covering a topic and I'm including topics like how to set better boundaries, how to navigate challenging family dynamics, how to do less at Christmas time and feel happier, and how to still create you time despite all the chaos that's going on. On top of these four workshops in a Facebook group, I'm gonna be supporting and offering coaching on any and everything all throughout the holiday season. So whether it's dealing with a challenging family person or feeling like you're just in over your head, but you don't know where to draw the line or where to stop. This group will be perfect for you because my intention is helping moms get to a better and more supportive mindset rather than just going with the flow because you've been doing it for, you know, 20 or so years. That's not what the holidays are about. And so oftentimes we get like lost in the fogginess and lost in like all of the hoopla of the holidays that were just like after Christmas, like December 26th, we're just like, oh oh my gosh, Like I didn't even enjoy that at all. And I don't want that for you. And that is exactly why you need to join this group. It is under $200. I priced it at $189. And I feel like it makes for the perfect gift for yourself. I know I've gotten myself a bajillion things this holiday season. So why not... Do the same for yourself. Gift yourself this group. I guarantee you, you'll actually love your Christmas this year. So if you've never been coached by me, or you're not really sure about what coaching is or how it works or how it could benefit you, then I'm encouraging you to become, be a part of this because it's like just the perfect way to test out the confident, like a mother support group, and you'll get to see what a mindfulness practice will actually look like in your life. So, we're starting this week and if you've missed the first workshop, it's no worry. Everything's going to be recorded and placed in the Facebook group so you'll be able to watch it and get coaching all throughout. Okay, so let's jump into today's episode where I'm going to be sharing like a really simple yet powerful strategy that can always work to shift you from a disconnected state to a really really supported state. And that is having the mindset or having the belief that you and your family are on the same side, you and your family versus the problem. It's not you versus your husband or you versus your kids. But instead, it is you guys, we are all on the same team, versus whatever the problem is. Being able to shift into this mindset is way more collaborative than it is when you're thinking that like your husband's out to get you or your kids are out to get you. And I get it. You don't ever think like, oh my gosh, my kids are out to get me. But sometimes when you're like, racing out of the house in the morning, it can feel that way. It could feel like, oh my gosh, my two-year-old is like sabotaging my morning right now. Or my husband is like sabotaging my morning right now. But when you can catch your brain, when it's in that default type of thinking that like, there's a problem here, everything's going wrong. This is a problem. That's the default way of thinking. But when you can shift your mind out of that and into, okay, it's me and my husband, versus the problem that I'm going to be late. It's me and my husband versus getting out of the house on time. It's me and my husband versus X, Y, or Z problem. When you can begin to think like that or shift your mindset into this way more supportive way of thinking, how you're going to feel is going to be very different. And then from that place of feeling more connected or respected, you're going to choose different actions. You're going to be showing up and acting differently. So hear me out. Let's take this example. Let's just say that you notice that your kids always forget to pick up their stuff and bring it up the stairs. And this is an actual real-life example from the Norwood household. Just to give you guys a little glimpse into like what we struggle with over here. Our daughters leave their stuff on the stairs all the time, like coats or gloves or socks or shoes. I'm guilty of this as well. My husband never does. He like is a neat freak and he's got to have all of his things in in the right places or like he can't sleep at night the rest of us, we could give a shit less. But when it comes to my kids, I do want them taking up their shoes and their socks at the end of the day, you know, going up before bed or before the weekend hits. I just don't want things accumulating on the stairs. So let's use that as an example. And my default mindset about this is like, I just want to yell at them all the time. Be like, didn't I tell you guys to take up your stair? Why haven't you done this yet? Or you're not going to be able to watch TV until you take this up upstairs, right? There's usually like some type of warning a bajillion warnings, and then maybe a threat if it's not done. That is my default pattern. That is my default mindset of thinking. But I'm going to invite you to think about it differently, or I'm going to share with you what I'm trying to really get into the pattern of, which is shifting out of my default of you know, yelling or making a threat and using this instead. Okay, my daughters and I, we're on the same side. They want to be helping me out. They actually want to do this. They've just forgotten. If I think about them, like their teammates on Team USA with me, like, and sure, like we all want the same thing. Like we all want the greater good. And so if I think about my daughters like that, if I treat them like they're an actual teammate, how would I show up differently or how would I treat them differently or how would I ask them differently if I had that mindset? Rather than being like, oh my God, these kids are just a mess. Oh my God, these kids just don't listen to me. Oh my God, they want me to react. Like, no, they really don't. I just need to think about the circumstance of the shit on the stairs accumulating. I need to think about that circumstance as though it's that circumstance versus my daughters and I, because we're playing on the same side. And having this mindset will definitely lead me to have a way more respectful and collaborative action rather than like having to ask 500 times or having to raise my voice or having to threaten to not, you know, put the TV on until, you know, X, Y, and Z are done. I don't want to have to do that. But if I can get myself into this mindset, I may say something like, hey, I'd like for you to take that step up the stairs. Anything I could do to help with this? Is there anything that you need help from me so that that can get done? And I know my daughter's response would be like, oh yeah, of course, mom. Like, sure, we'll take that upstairs. And they would. And it wouldn't be such a problem and it wouldn't be a power struggle and it wouldn't make me feel upset. It would actually help me feel way more supported and respected like I was being considered even. So this is just one example of shifting from my default way of thinking into a way more supportive mindset. And that mindset would be anchored in the belief that my daughters and I were on the same side. And I know that's just like one a tiny example, but I'm sure it's one that most moms can relate to. There's always that nagging thing that needs to be done in your house or doesn't get done. And when it doesn't get up done, you get upset about it. And so here's a really simple strategy that you can use now when you notice that thing or when you're triggered by that thing that's not getting done to shift into this mindset instead. And it will allow you to shift into this way more collaborative problem solving space rather than that like, Frustrated, irritated, annoyed, maybe even angry space where the action that you're going to take from feeling like that is definitely going to be in an argument or in a less collaborative way will probably result in you feeling bad about the interaction that you're having with your kids after the fact. Because when you don't approach a problem from this supportive mindset, it creates way more separation. Um, And it really never gets you the results that you want, which is getting that thing done and feeling good. Like, for example, it never feels good when you think that it's your job or that you have to convince somebody, like you have to convince your husband to do something for you. But if you have the belief or if you can even shift into the thought that like we're on the same team here, it feels way more authentic. It feels way better in person when you think or you have the thought that your husband actually wants to do it. Your husband actually wants to make things easier for you and wants it to be easy. He wants it to be good for everybody. Just like if I take it back to the Team USA analogy, all the teammates, all of your teammates on Team USA actually want to win and they want to progress to the next match. Correct? So if you're thinking about Team USA, it doesn't feel good to think like you'd have to convince your teammates to show up for practice in order for you guys to be working as a team to win. Like no one wants to be convincing their teammates to show up to practice. You just want them to show up because it's for the greater good. And just like your husband is your teammate it doesn't feel good to have to convince him to take out the trash or help with the laundry. Like, it feels way more supportive to have the thought I know my husband is on my team and I know that my husband wants to show up for me to make sure everybody in my family is winning. Like, when he does this, I feel better. When I do this, he feels better. When we do this, our kids feel better. When we think about our families being on the same team as us, being on the same side, so it's us versus the problem, us versus the circumstance. It feels way more supportive. And I love that for us. And girlfriend, when you have that thought, when you think my husband is on my team, my husband wants to do this. My husband wants to be helping out. Like whenever you have this supportive mindset, it makes you feel respected. It makes you feel connected. And from a place of respect and connection, How you show up in your relationship with your husband, how you show up in your relationship with your kids will totally change because we all know that the actions that we take are a direct result or a direct reflection of how we feel. And our feelings come from the thoughts we were having. So if our thoughts are, my husband is on my team, my kids are on my team, I feel respected. I feel happy. I feel at ease. When I feel happy, respected... And at ease, I know that I'm going to be showing up in a way that I'm like way far more proud of than how I would have shown up if I came from the thought that like nobody cares about me. No one cares that I want to get this done. I feel frustrated, annoyed, and angry. When I feel frustrated, annoyed, and angry, it shows in my actions. So I might be nitpicky or I might be naggy or I might be snappy with my husband and or my kids. And I might just, you know, avoid doing the things that I need to do because those are the actions that I take from a place of angry, upset, annoyed, frustrated, disrespected, whatever. And this is what I want you to take away from today's episode. It is not a problem that your default way of thinking is to be like annoyed. It is not a problem that your brain automatically goes for, searches for, notices the things that are wrong or the things that you would like to be better. It's not a problem. It's actually like a very innocent part of our brain and it's for our survival. And it's not a problem. And our brain has this as like part of an evolutionary development and it's designed to keep us safe. It's designed to keep us alive. And it's actually a good thing that we have this negativity bias in our brain, that our brain is constantly looking for like what actually might be wrong so that we stay alive and that we're not harmed. However, just like take a second and realize that it's really awesome that our brains can do that. And there's nothing wrong with you being negative. There's nothing wrong with you being critical at all. There's nothing wrong with that. And getting stuck in this default pattern can become a problem when your brain doesn't realize that it's actually getting stuck here. So again, our brain's tendency to do this and to notice that like something's not right or something could be done better or something's a problem, totally normal. However, this is the importance of where like doing the inner work on managing your mind and your mindset, this is where that comes in. Because if you can't get rid of this part of your brain that's scanning for danger, that's fine. We don't want you to. You actually need it to survive. And it's very useful like out in the real world. But- This default mindset is not useful when you're at home, when you're with your family, when you're with your spouse, because you're not in like actual danger. Well, I hope that you're not in actual danger. Most people listening to this are not in actual danger. So you don't really need to be in like that survival mode. There's no amount of kids' homework or dishes in the sink or laundry that needs to be folded or whatever. There's no amount of that that's like life-threatening where this default pattern needs to come into place and like protect you. So your brain doesn't really need to be scanning for all that might go wrong in those scenarios. And if you're strictly operating from like this default function in your brain, it's automatically going to go to that like default mindset that might have you thinking that things are worse than they really are or that things are going awful. And the problem is, is that you think that this is true and that you think that something needs to be fixed or that you need to fix it. But this is where you get to decide to think differently. This is where the mindset work comes in. This is where you catch yourself and you notice that you are thinking this way and then you allow yourself to shift into something that feels way more supportive. So it can be the exact same scenario. It could be the exact same circumstance, like just using the same thing that like your kids leave their stuff on the stairs. But if you're just constantly thinking like, Jesus, my kids never listen. They don't even care about having a clean house. If you think like that in your default pattern, then you're always going to feel like shit. However, if you can begin to start thinking or catching yourself thinking, they don't care about me or my kids don't listen, like that could be your indicator. That's like your red flag. Okay, I'm in default right now. What would make me feel way more supportive? And This step only comes in when you're aware of it. This step only comes in when you can catch yourself in the default pattern, and then you can intentionally shift into a mindset that, you know, my family actually is on the same side as me. My girls are on the same side as me. And... Intentionally shifting your mindset will help you override any of the default mindset that you have become so familiar with. And I want you to think about this. If you had the belief or if you had the thought that you and your kids are on the same side, how would you ask differently for them to pick up their stuff and bring it up th- upstairs? I'm willing to bet that it's gonna sound a lot different than how you would ask if you had the belief, my kids never listen and they don't care about me. I'm I'm actually guaranteeing that the action would be much, much different. And this also applies for like how you and your husband think about yourselves as a team too. Like, has your husband ever said to you, like, you would never talk to someone so like that. You would never talk to a coworker like that. My husband says to me, you would never talk to a client like that. And he's right. Like sometimes the way that I speak to him is from a place of like annoyance or aggravation. And, and if I was to enter into our conversation, the conversation between my husband and I with the thought we are on the same side, we're on the same team, I would speak to him as such. Like I would speak to him like a teammate. And another aspect of like teams and teammates, if we think of like, again, the World Cup, the Team USA, every person or every teammate on that team offers its own value in some way, shape or form. And not every single teammate on Team USA, not every single member rather, has the same magic sauce. everybody is bringing their own personalities and everybody's bringing their own viewpoints and different viewpoints. And yet, they're all on the same team and they're all coming together for like the greater good. I feel like this is such a great thought to take into really challenging relationships, especially going and thinking about the holidays as we head into the season where you might have really challenging family dynamics that you are trying to navigate, whether that's trouble with your parents or trouble with your in-laws. If you can think about it like this, like they're on my team, even though they do things differently, even though they have different beliefs than I do, if you could think about those relationships in a way more supportive way that they're on your team, then I can guarantee you that the resistance that you feel towards seeing them around the holidays will far lessen, far decrease, and it will allow you to feel more supported. It will allow you to feel more connected and be way more present during the holiday season. And I do want to highlight this. There is a vast and wildly huge difference between Just doing like what everybody else wants and people pleasing and staying quiet and not asking for what you need versus having a supportive mindset that you're considering yourself on the same team as somebody else. Having the thought that this person over here, even though they're challenging, they are on my team and we all want what's best for my family. You could still have this supportive mindset and like know your truth at the exact same time. Like both can coexist. And I know that there's like some listeners, some of you guys are like, I know but like, this doesn't work for me because of this or that reason. And and maybe you're right. Maybe it doesn't work for you for all scenarios. But I promise you that what does work is if you are able to shift yourself out of like what's wrong right now or when you're not feeling supported and you could shift yourself into believing that everybody is on the same side as you. And when you think that way, that we are on the same side and we're all working for this greater good, it feels for you personally, it can feel much better. And like, I know for me, and I know it just says like a human living the human experience, like we all want to feel better. And I guess the alternative to that would just be constantly thinking or having the belief that people like are against you or that people don't actually support you. And I guess if you wanted to continue on thinking that way, you're going to constantly always feel like shit. You're going to constantly always feel unsupported. And that could be that could maybe be your truth, right? Like if you chose to see it that way, or you could choose to support yourself and see it through a different lens. And if your lens is one that you want to feel more supportive, it's like putting your curiosity hat on and saying, oh, this way of doing it, like this system that we've created, it actually doesn't work for me. And I think that we need to try it this way. And, and by doing it this way, it doesn't mean that you're trying to solve all of the problems or all of the challenges so that you never have the challenges again. That's not what I'm saying. That's not what life is about. There's always going to be challenges. There's always going to be hard things that come up. However, it's how do we want to think about the challenges? And how do you want to think about the mistakes? And how do you want to think about the failures that causes you to grow from them? And part of that is getting really curious and it's not really about the actions that you're taking, but rather it's about the mindset that's behind the actions. So if you notice that you're showing up to your relationship with your family in a way that you're not proud of or in a way that you would like to change, try on this mindset. Try the mindset of thinking and knowing that you and your family, you guys are on the same side. If you believe that to be true, how would you act differently here? And how would you think about your child if you believed that they were on your team? How would you approach any conflict that you were dealing with with your spouse if you believed that you were on the same team? And lastly, it's not that you're a nag or that you're negative or that you're rude to your husband or you snap at your kids. It doesn't make you a bad person and it's not a problem. This is just a signal that your brain is stuck in default and it's kind of looking for what's wrong or it wants to figure out what it can do differently to fix it. This is also one of the signals, one of the red flags that you can use yourself to let you know that you are stuck in this default way of thinking and how do we intentionally shift into thinking that you guys are on the same side. And when you can start to show up like this or when you can start to transition your transition your mindset to really know that you and your husband or and you and your kids are on the same team, the way that you show up in your relationship with your kids and your husband, your family in general, is going to be more love-filled, more connected. More respectful. And when you feel more loving, more connected, more respected, and when you feel those feelings more respected, more loved, more connected, your actions are different. You show up differently to your relationship. Therefore, you're going to get different results because when you do things differently, when you take action from a different place, your life totally changes. And that's how it happens. And isn't that what we're all after? We're all after feeling and growing just slightly better than we are today, right? And so it doesn't have to be these like massive, huge changes in your lives. It just could be this one simple mindset tip. And that is to consider your family, consider your husband, consider your kids as members of the same team as you. That's it. So I hope you guys loved today's episode and I hope that you share it with a mom friend who might need to hear this message today too. And I hope it really inspires you to go on living confident like a mother gee, I just realized this is episode 40 of the Confident Like a Mother podcast. Like how freaking cool is that? You guys continue to show up each week, supporting this podcast, spending your time with me. And I really cannot thank you enough. I really can't. If you love listening or if you love this episode in particular, share it with somebody, share it with a mom friend, share it with your bestie, share it with your work wife, share it with any person that you know would also love this message. 40 episodes, strong baby, and I could not do it without you. Thank you so much. And I will see you next week.